Greetings, full-spectrum cycling listener. Sven here. Uh, just a little note that this week we had to go with a backup. There's still hope to recover the original recording, but probably not up to our usual audio standards. That said, this is a good show. I hope you enjoy it. Come back next week. Hopefully we have our shit together. Bye. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey is for horses. Hey, hey, like Megan the Stallion. Hey. <laughs> hey, I was going to hey, get that out of the way. Yeah, full, full spectrum <laughs> cycling. Number 136 today. Whoa. I wrote that down, so I don't know you got Yeah, so, uh, you know, we got JK. Yes, hello, everyone. We got Triple T. Enjoy life. Hey, look out for <laughs> fucking cars. Oh boy! Well, J.K. had a little uh, Tokyo Drift slash uh, Grand Theft Auto episode on the way to the yeah, show I tonight. I couldn't hit my. Well, I hit my triangle button, but uh, almost. But I stayed on steep. If I had triangle, then I would have jumped out and run. Is a triangle button like a tinky winky thing? That me? would. That's your dismount and get in to the other vehicle by any means necessary, essentially just ripping the other person out, which is kind of what everything looked like was about to occur there. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we're in our own neighborhood here, folks. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of the Wild West out there in Milwaukee these days. So, so be careful on your bikes. Yes. Wear a helmet. Travel safely. Don't, don't, be, ton- don't, don't be Tony and get hit by a car. Don't get engaged yeah. unless you need it. So... Speaking of speaking uh, of Tony, we we went to Bub's party there on uh, Saturday. Bubbles, that's pretty. Son Bubbinator, Son Daniel. Yeah, he, he odd. I don't know if he realized it was actually his birthday party, but he certainly like he had was the a star. Great time. He was the star of the show. And thanks for Berta and Mike, of course, for the scoop because that did not leave his side the entire time. Is that what that? That's the brand the of the bike. balance bike. It's the scoot. guy that invented it, I believe. Oh, nice! And it's wood. It's wood, <laughs> and yeah, he probably he, ought to get a get a picture of that. Throw it in show notes. There's a lot of them, and you will. Yeah, so it <laughs> was. No, I thought he was uh, waiting in line for the men's room. Yeah, like maybe. shortly after, I was like, no, that was just okay. his party place to yeah, turn around. Turn I'm like, oh yeah, but yes, yeah, so it was a very. I thank you guys for coming. It was a really nice event. There was a lot of people. A lot of beer was consumed. Based on my tab. <laughs> oh yeah, I only had one there. Yeah. I I was independent of yours. I think, no, I think because I got there. Back. Something happened. I got there later for yeah. some reason. But it was a nice. It was a nice turnout. We had a lot of nice food. We had you know lots of nice dogs, and um, I saw some friends I haven't seen in quite a while. And I thank everyone for coming. And now, if anybody tries to take my son away from me, I'm kick your Right on. Well, and that was the thing. The Tweed ride. I had no idea. Stop. I had I had no idea what the route was, and then. Like, as I'm waiting for the route to be announced, <laughs> he's saying it, and he's going, ding, ding, and then we'll stop at Blakowski, and I'm like, it's like I'm, I'm like, I really, yeah, 
because I was going to do the ride, and then one it, Mississippi it two, really and then great. head over to you, and then I'm like, well, this is actually yeah. happening. It was great, too. <laughs> I had to run and get some extension or some power strips, and then I came back, and there was like a ton of bikes there. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I looked again, I'm like, wait a minute, I know those bikes. Why are there out? Yeah. yeah, there were some fun ones rides. on there, yeah. So I, you had, must not have been there very long, because I, I missed, I got there after you guys had already left. They, yeah, they were, they were on their own timeline. So, I, I was blissfully not involved in course planning, timing, whatever. Right. I heard you were you and Kim were the youngest people on the ride. Yeah. It, it was, seemed like it. it well, was I an mean. older ride. It was a lot of familiar people. Actually, I noticed a lot of people from Steel is Real. I'm just, well, the, that's the other thing. It's like the, your costume, your dress, your decor kind of belies that you're an old, old-timey guy. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, let the baby have her bottle. <laughs> <laughs> so that, so... She never listens to the fucking show I, <laughs> I think there's, I mean, there are tweed rides around the country. Yeah. This yeah. one, this one usually happens around this time of year, and it's when you can get your wool out and not be completely soaked with sweat right. immediately. Well, and, and, and actually, it was awesome because it was, like, I, I was able to dress up. I put on a tie. I mean, I don't put on a fucking tie unless it's a wedding, a funeral. Or the tweed ride. Or the tweed ride, essentially. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm scrapping for something else, I, and I don't... <laughs> Ooh, I a did, nice dinner downtown at a fancy steakhouse. No, fuck that noise. I'm not wearing tie I don't have any tweed at all, I don't think. Well, anymore. it's. it's it, I it's have one jacket. Also, in the spirit of. Yeah. I have wool that's black, and that could that be, yeah. that could be very, very, enough. very dark tweed, possibly. Right. Yeah, you just have to look. Tweed. The look, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't. I was like. Wool socks, tuck them in a pair of jeans. You're tweed. Oh, okay. Well, I could go yeah. for that next year. Yeah. Yeah, you have the, like, yeah, that's what, actually what I did. Oh, <laughs> owing to the. <laughs> Get a flannel. Owing to the fact that we went over to James's place across the alley here and had a jam session until late into the evening and uh, there was a lot of people there this time and I was pretty tired yeah, on was Saturday. That Friday? I, that was Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you a note about it. Yeah, I know, blah, blah, I know. Blah, but life is life lifed. Life lifed you. Life lifed at me. Right on. Uh, I'm gonna, I think if this works right, I'm going to push the button over here. Oh, shit. Buttons. Buttons have been pushed. Hey, welcome to the radio program caller. Who do we have on the line? It's Steely Dave. <laughs> were, Steely are, Dave. Are you, are you on your Peloton or something? It sounded like you were uh, riding <laughs> or was, perhaps walking upstairs I, I'm or something. In, I'm in my garage pumping up the tires to my fat bike. Oh, nice. Yeah, have, when I, was the last time uh, you rode your fat bike? Last, last uh, well, early... Early spring, you know, in this sort of transition period um, that we had up here. So uh, where the gravel roads were not really gravel, 50% snow and slush. So I haven't ridden it in a while, and I'm just getting it out ready to start riding it out to my deer stand. And I wanted to move our old buddy, Mark Sirik, who's now works uh, for Hyperlite out in, in Maine, um, was kind enough to send me one of their new camera pods to to check out. Um, so I, they're pretty slick. I, I had it on my my bike packing bike, my Milwaukee 29er, which has got a Jones riser bar and a 
and a uh, a rock guys, uh what do they call that little bag that fits in? The, sorry, rock guys, I can't remember what what you call your bag. Like like the you know, cubby the bag that, that goes. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, goes in there, and it, yeah, and and there's is a little deeper. The rock guys one I like it. It's deeper and it's got a front like basket sort of you know um, strapped basket on the front to like stuff something in too. So I had it on that bike mounted to that bag in the front and it worked great and I wanted to see how I could mount it to my fat bike which has regular Jones bars on it and it works pretty slick. Just a couple little uh, little those belay straps, the little micro ones, the skinny little ones and then it comes with these little nifty um, uh, crampons, uh, not meant for climbing crampons, you know, um, and I just hook those on the bottom to my my cables and it it's there and it's it's pretty slick it's super waterproof it rained on me i, I will it, it rained yeah, on send me the picture um, that, that sounds cool yeah i will I'll, I'll 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 send you guys one for the show notes um it rained on me during the tour to schwamingen and i had my camera in that the whole time and it never got wet um, and I was worried, so I brought an extra like Ziploc bag along and stuff, but I never needed it. So it, it kept it dry. And then what's also nice is my um, my full frame Sony mirrorless stuff will fit in the large version of the camera pod with either my um, my uh, 24 to uh, 105 zoom with the front shade on it or the uh, the 24 to 70 with the front shade turned backwards, not out. Um, so, so it fits the the two main lenses that I ride with. Um, Is, and so, it, did you pretty, get did you get the smaller one as well, or did you just get the big one? I, no, I, I just got the bigger one. Um, uh, but the smaller one, like I know you've got like the Olympus system, so the smaller one would be like really perfect for you. Yeah, because I, it, I it's yeah, it's a pretty it's I, I a like new it. it's a new product, right? It's it's just it I is. think I just got yeah. an announcement because I get hyperlight stuff in the old uh, the old news feed on the email, and I I yeah I remember seeing it recently, thinking their stuff is always so thin and light. Is it really going to be you know serviceable? Well, so but so it sounds it, like it is. So it, it, yeah, and so what they did with this is it's it's made out of their typical materials, you know, um, and and feels bomb proof like everything hyperlight makes is but this one is got um that thin uh padding that they put in most camera bags you know in between two layers so it's not just like a, a thin little bag it's it's got structure to it um and padding so it so yeah so i'm i'm pretty impressed so far the only thing i sort of wish it had was belt loops on it so it's got tiny little loops that these straps or or um, or in the four corners that the straps or the uh, little crampon things uh, will go through. But it would be cool if it had belt loops, uh, you know, the webbing sort of stuff in the back so that you could either Velcro it to something or I could actually just hang it on my belt like a hip pouch. But I don't know. Right. They probably have a yeah, hip that's... pouch too and they don't want... They want you to buy the hip pouch as well. As, as <laughs> they don't want to cannibalize their hip pouch right. sales. So I, yeah, I have a I have a, a Peak Designs that works like you can either put it on your bars or on your on your uh, belt, or it even comes with a strap so you can sling it over your shoulder if you really a Peak Design really a think Peak about design bag 
like that? Yeah, Peak Design. It's called. I, it's I forget what it's called. It's some sort of. Uh, it's it's like a hip pouch, basically. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I have one of their clamps that goes on, you know, like your belt or, you know, the quick release sort of clamp thing that I have one of those, um, which I for like. The, but the, for your camera that, you know, has the plate yeah, on the bottom of the you camera. Yeah, you can put it on yeah. your belt or you can put it on like a bag, shoulders, you know, your shoulder straps. And I like that if I'm photographing like races and stuff where I'm outside and I just want to grab an extra camera off my you know, I carry in two bodies and I want to hang one there, but I, it doesn't, there's no protection involved in that, you know, so you can only do right, that right, if it's for not sure. raining out. Uh, yeah, but I, I didn't use, know they I use a, mine a bag too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, their everyday backpack has been my everyday backpack, like every single day for like the last, so I don't know, two, not two or three, <laughs> probably three years. I Kickstarter okay. it and it was one of their first products and it's, it's super well thought out because both sides open up. And then they have all these little tech pouches you can get. So I have I have it really. It, it's basically my computer bag. It's I don't do much with cameras with that bag, but um, uh, I think it's definitely worth looking at because they're they are photography oriented for sure. Right. Uh, just yeah, that I don't happen to use this it. bag I mean, that way. Yeah, I and I like to have multiple options for you know. So this thing works great. Obviously, I, I, so far I'm liking it, and I, I'll probably do a little mini review after I use it for a while longer and um, sort of put it through the paces. But um, but I like to have lots of options in terms of bags and carrying stuff just because every every trip is different. Every, you know, bike you take has got a different setup and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. Yeah, and that um, let's see. I'm just looking at it right now. It's the, it's, um, by the, it's like, what is that? Hyper Light Mountain Gear is the actual website. So it's, Got a little. I'll put it in the show notes if somebody wants to check it out. But okay. yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, they. I mean, it's not, it isn't inexpensive, but their stuff is always so well made. So I, I wouldn't yeah, worry about the the build quality or anything. Right. No, everything they make is completely bomber. It's all made in the USA. You know, it's it's typically super well thought out. So um, they've been around for a long time. So good, you know, customer support and stuff like that. So so I like products like that. You know. And I don't know if the Peak Design stuff is made in USA or not. I mean, I'm not. That's not a deal breaker for me. But it's always a nice little bonus. If oh, for is, sure. Yeah, know, especially if you're if you're not paying like a mega premium for it. You know. Right. Yeah. So you know, made yeah. in USA bicycles, premium. But if you're going to go for something custom, then it's worth it because you can't get that from overseas. But you know, they make right. pretty good bikes over there too. <laughs> if you could get one. Yeah, I know. Well, so you can get one, but you're just going to wait. Well, well, while yeah. we're while we're right, on, on this sort of topic, and I'm staring at this bike, uh, we we talked in the past about um, building up a, a. There's lots of like hunting specific fat bikes out there and stuff now, um, and, but the one thing that I've always found odd is like why they don't put the the motor on the front, so you'd essentially have a two wheel drive bike then, with a front hub motor and a regular geared. You know, I mean, I don't really need a, a fat bike with a motor on it, except there's some time, there's hills and stuff out here where, like, it isn't that that I want extra speed or extra power. It's that I, they're so steep, I lose traction. And, and it'd yeah. be nice to have that front wheel pulling just so I would just use it with, like, a little throttle every once yeah, in a while yeah. going up those steep climbs, 
you know, where you, you, you're sitting on the nose of your saddle and your rear tire is still spinning, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. Needs yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it, if you use uh, something from like Grin, they make a, their phase runner, you can run two different motors off of it and you can even split the torque. So if you want to do 60 rear, 40 front, no problem. It, it's well, I, probably, I'm talking it, about a regular. I'm talking about a regular geared hub, no well, motor yeah. on the back, you know, yeah, and just, just a motor on the front. front. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, just a you know, a there truck. you go. They make it, that. They, they make that all axle. Grin makes that all. Axle. I don't know that anybody else yeah. makes a front hub motor for a fat bike. Well, no, I don't. I don't think so because that is the best motor out there too, by far. We've I, we've probably done fifteen of them or something. And if you power that thing with fifty-two volts, I think I can get yeah. up to thirty-five miles an hour with it. It's ridiculously strong. Well, they've got and like three you, different wine. They've got three different wines on that motor too, right? Right. right. Got a yeah, they, it, it makes this sense is to. A standard wine. Yeah, standard wine. Um, and normally we do them at 36 volts because they're you really don't need more honestly but people always want yeah. bigger and better it's like well if 36 volts is good i guess 52 must be more it's like well Maybe. yeah but i can do burnouts on gravel with it i don't know that that's something with a front hub motor <laughs> that, that un- <laughs> front hub only? yeah that's well a, that's a neat idea one of the reasons i'm thinking, I thinking about it is because because you know my cargo bike that i've got my my uh my um, sweet curry that I have that I added the Bafang mid-drive to myself, I've just got that old, you know, um, shark battery, and it just sits in the pocket. It's not mounted to anything. It sits in the back cargo bag. So I was thinking if I got, a, a, you know, another like a front hub motor or something for this, I could just pull that off of that, that same battery and stick it in the frame bag on yep. the yep. fat bike. You know, and that's like a that's a forty eight volt, right? Pretty sure they are. I I think I got the fifty two. I got oh, the okay. fifty two. Oh, right um, on. But uh yeah. but you, I could just swap the battery and then all I have to do is buy a hub motor and build up a wheel, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, I think they're like five hundo for that that motor and then yeah, whatever those control. Grins, the Grin ones are are cheap. I I mean honestly well, for this project. Yeah, they're made in Canada. Canada. They're made. I know. If I had my druthers, though, oh, I'd buy a two a two hundred and fifty dollar cheapo motor somewhere that thing. that worked. Yeah, but yeah, but right. you well, maybe you oh, could probably ad- you could probably adapt it to a one. You've got a one thirty five fork on that bike, right? No, this is the, the not. I'm not talking about the uh, my Schlick. I'm, I'm talking about the Mucklock. I think I'd put it on. Oh, okay. on the Mucklock. Yeah. Although you're yeah, right, I know I then. Could, I could do that with the Schlick, and that's got a 110, because that's got the old school fork on it, remember? Um, oh, cause, yeah, because you wanted to do a dyno hub on it. Right. Or something. That, right. So that's got, so I oh, could, there you go. so somebody, so I could probably get a cheap Bafang or something front hub motor for that. Exactly. And that's QR. Yeah, like 200, well. probably 200 bucks. Those things are pretty cheap. Right. And the controller for them about, too. I, you don't need anything fancy. But you're not running 52 volts. No, I'd probably run 36 on that. Just but if it's slippery but and I, mucky and I, crappy anyway, that's plenty of voltage. Yeah, but I'm trying not to buy another battery. I'm trying to, you know, to just use the same battery I've got. At, at that point, you know, compared to buying the Grim all, you know, all axle, 
you buy the cheap hub, you can afford it. It'd still be less money. Well, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you go with the modular uh, well, get, which are fun. Yeah, get the uh, or get, get the Grin controller, the and you can just dial back how much wattage it will put out. Because that that hub that two fifty watt buffet will take seven hundred watts at short bursts, but it can't sustain uh-huh. that for really long. And like I said, I I don't I don't need this for a bunch of power. I'm just thinking about it for the few little punchy hills, you know, when I'm out there and I. I'm, that that's all it. Like it just would be fun to try it that way. I've, I've got a front assist Buffang 250 on my 29er, and the it's throttle only, and the only and it's the modular green batteries, and I only use it to either have a little fun or want to get to a hill. <laughs> Otherwise, right. regular. Well, and I, yeah. and I get I get the I can follow this logic. Because normally, guess what? I am powering. Right, I love the that. rear. I, love I am a rear wheel. Every bike is a rear wheel drive. So if you put a little in the front, yeah, you got a, a four wheel, two wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. I'm putting it into yeah, right. motorized vehicle. Terrain. Michael is having an epiphany over there. I can okay. see it's, it. I'm having an apostrophe. <laughs> oh. It's like lightning has struck my brain. F- FYI, we're gonna Tony. Where's my your Where's your thingy? We got a ringy dingy dingy. That gives. He's our. These are the kind of they are black. Lucid thoughts. They are black. They are black husky cowbells, but I gotta be honest, they're sort of standard issue, and these are the good ones. You know, it's like. But thanks, Tony. I think Tony bought me that, or we got him for I don't know for having a party there or something. But it has the black husky on there, which is awesome. Um, so this is, I think, the third week this beer has been here. We haven't really used it. It's it's black husky's vein, which. It grows an ABV as it sits. Yeah, yeah. The warmer it gets, the more boozaholy it becomes. It is a very strong. As as is, you know, how many podcasts have we said to lies in? Well, All you've people. said it way more than I have, and that's why he likes me better than he likes Probably. you. Tim lies. Uh, this beer is stronger than he claims it. Yeah, two of these will usually give me a pretty good. Uh, yeah, I am not buying any of your malarkey. Okay. What's happening up in the Northwoods beer-wise, Dave? Uh, I actually have a New Glarus Pear 21. Do not. It's I one am of not their, familiar. Uh, it's one of their, you know, their thumbprint editions. They're a little, it comes in the four-bottle packs, uh, sort of specialty things. And it's a beer, but it's got um, pears in it. Oh, right. uh, oh so it's kind of like, but it's not as <laughs> hard Sweeter than like their their cherry and their raspberry. In between um, a you know. shandy and a goza. Yeah, yeah. No, Tony's holding it, his nose because I mean, it, it, it's, it's snotty. It's still kind of heavy. I don't, I don't. What's the, what's the syrupy? Oh, what the, yeah, it's yes, it's thicker like some of those uh, like some of those other other beers. It's not strong though. Um, <laughs> let's see what's the. It's only four like, percent ABV. Is it like oh, oh. is it like drinking directly out of the Del Monte pear can, the syrup like that rad- comes right out of it? <laughs> no. It's like a, like yeah, no, like I, a rattler, rattler shandy. No, I, I, I like I like it. it it's uh, it's yeah. like if you sort of mix a beer with a pear cider, sort of. Ta-da. <laughs> All right, I, a couple of up, a couple of up north things I want to a quick uh, chime in on from you. Um, for some reason. 
that record store in the bank vault up in Washburn has come across my news feeds like six or eight times in the last week. Have you been to this place I have up not. There in Washburn? It is a apparently an old bank building, and the vault that what is the vault from the bank is a record store. And it's also, I think, like Washburn, whatever. It, it has something to do with, like, the historic district. I don't know. You know, it, 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 there's more to it than just the store. But it's in the bank vault, and it's in Washburn, and that's not far from you, and you should go check it out. <laughs> All right. Um, I, and I actually have a record store right in Hayward as well. Um, awesome. Hole in the Wall Books. Um, they, they have records too. Um, you know, huh. old school vinyl. It should be Hole in the Wall Books and Records would be a good name for that place. I know. I was just <laughs> yeah. I was peeping. I was peeping your uh, your compounds availability. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Up well, I don't know. Up North News is something that I is a. I think it's a newspaper or a website or something. But that's where website, I saw it yeah. first. But but then I kept seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And then they had huh. a story about when does up north really start? And this guy's argument was Wausau. And I'm like, that's not what people who really live up north say. But, uh, right. you know, I guess to me that was always the psychological line. But that's only because I'm not, I don't go up there in, all the time. So. Plus, I don't yeah. live up there. Well, you guys know my theory on that. <laughs> yeah, I do. One, but. Well, Life above eight, baby. Um, e i g h t dot yeah. com. Check out Dave. I did check out your website today before the show just to see what was new and going on. And you, yeah, like, I haven't had much time to work on it. I, you know, the end of the summer and the fall were all the events and stuff. So you know, I worked right across Wisconsin. I worked at you know Borathic. I worked the Schwamigan Mountain Bike Festival, all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, and so that's all kind of put away now. And I'm looking at next year and next year's events, and uh, and I'm gonna be running, you know, the tour to Schwamigan again. I'm also working raw again, and uh, I I'm gonna have the the Hungry Bear and the Schwamigan 100. I'll be in charge of those. Oh, that's a little bit of interesting news. So so I was talking. I know the guys that have the other bear races, the other bear gravel races. You know, the Bear 100 and the Crystal Bear. Um, okay. And so we we've been chatting, and we're putting together like an Omnium series slash Triple Crown sort of thing for next year. So our bear races are all three weekends, consecutive weekends in a row in March, and then we have a we're put we haven't decided how it's all going to work yet, but we're having some sort of like Bear One Thousand or a Triple Crown or something where where we're going to figure out Omnium points for that, and then I think we're going to include the um, the Iron Bull uh, race in it too, since that's right over there. And um, so watch for that. There'll be some weird sort of gravel omnium thing next year. That sounds we're, that we're sounds fun. Scheming on, mm-hmm. yeah. What about what about like uh, tomorrow being Saturday, as it will? What about what do you know about the Fat Fish Fenton in Webster? Boy, you know I'm super curious about that. Um, you know I was gonna do my own sort of race in the Sandy barrens of this you know northwestern wisconsin uh and i was going to call mine the valhalla beach party but but i don't I think you should not I, do that either <laughs> you I should definitely not, do that I, but i 
but I want to check out theirs. I want to get to know theirs. I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it over for it or not. It's it's definitely on my calendar, but there's a lot going on that weekend around here and stuff. So I I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it over for it this year. Well, I, I, it would be um, cool they, to check it out. The, I mean, obviously. They also have the Fenton, uh, their shorter one, their 40 miler um, in the spring. And so if I don't get to do this one, I'll definitely do that. The, the shorter one, the 40 in, in the spring. Well, we, t- we you know, we've been talking about the Valhalla Beach Party for a while, and while I think the bike racing is fun and great, and a 40-miler would probably be way more than I would need to do up there, but I think it was, it, if you're going to go all the way up, even from Milwaukee, it's five-plus hours up there, let alone anywhere else. Basically, you're, you're five-plus hours from anywhere, um, it, it definitely needs to be like a, a weekend or a you right. know, some no, kind of it no, needs to I be do. it needs to be more than just the race it needs to be you're right you know and, a, and a happening I, and I get you're right and I, I, I get the feeling that you know um, the Fenton stuff like most other races and stuff are, are really more they're even though they're still you know no fat bike race is truly a race race right um but but they're <laughs> well not they're still not with involved. as much beer as involved with us i certainly right for at least for the everybody except the top 10 percent there it's just a fun weekend but that said um i agree with you and i like to put the party in the front and the race in the back so sort of like the reverse mullet of of you know right. i got my hair's getting long in the front i'm going to cut it off in the back and be like one of them floppy hair <laughs> flock of seagulls guys i like it right your hair uh it ran so, the so, one, far, the one so far <laughs> from the, the one race i am thinking i'm going to try to pull off the a new event next year is going to be called the sealy search party and it's going to be a messenger style event where um, you get a manifest with GPS points and a description of what's there and then no route. And you show up like at the Sawmill Saloon Friday night and, you know, and there's a party that night and you get your manifest. Yeah, yeah. And then if you don't get too drunk, you can try to figure out what your route's going to be before the next oh, morning. Witness. Hallelujah, next- brother. Witness. I'm done. I'm and then t- the totally next morning, Otherwise, you just and... end up just spinning around silly. And, and I'm thinking the way that I, I'm thinking one way that I might do it is I might put um, logger rounds out there and send at every one of the points that people are supposed to get to, and then I'm going to give everybody like a handful of uh, a handful of nails and washers with their their number or their you know on it. And then they have to go hammer schlagen out and pound their number. Pound their I like this wall. idea. I love maybe you it. could maybe you could get air tags on them from Apple so that you could track when it when they actually showed up there and give prize. Oh, I know this is yeah. <laughs> Jesus God, what happened here? All of a sudden, no, we're just throwing shit. It's technology, against, baby. Just because yeah, they have the best computers in the world. What 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 what? Um, okay, it's Dave. So, uh, done. Uh, hello, Dave. Dave, do we have you up there <laughs> yeah, in uh, northern Wisconsin? Dave, did we have Dave. We have Dave on the line up in northern Wisconsin right now. Dave is on the line. Is there any plan, Dave, up there in the Hayward area for the Global Fat Bike Day coming up on yeah, there, uh, yeah. December fourth? Yeah, absolutely. Akamba is actually doing something uh, with the owners of Rome. 
Adventure Base Camp. If people haven't stayed at Rome, it's a it's an amazing place to stay. It, you think about winter camping, you're like, ah, I don't know about that, but they've got like really great heated showers. They've got a sauna. They've got um, flush toilets. It's it's pretty deluxe. Um, and there are oh, I see. Uh, and, and they also. Yeah, they have cabins too. Four I, cabins. You, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, somewhere there's pictures like of you with cabins. Each. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, they're like there's A-frames and. Yeah. So they're doing some guided. Canva's doing some guided rides um, on Global Fat Bike Day. Um, so if you're not, if you're not going to, you know, whatever George's, you know, massive party uh, up on, you know by him uh, at Broken Spoke, or or if you're not going to the, going down to the Milwaukee Beach, you know, Bradley Beach or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, so is your place booked? Is your place still taking bookings? Michael's looking at it online right now. You are um, booked. I was, you know, you're booked on that weekend, but if I, but yeah, I yeah. Wednesday and Thursday, and if I was there on a Thursday, I just stayed. <laughs> uh, in the, in, in, yeah, there's there's a lot of places to stay up on your compound. Yeah, I I can uh, I could bring I my tent up there. I don't is. care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that, that the, does have the some. thing about Global Fat Bike Day up here, though, the, the, and this I believe is why, because Campbell was talking about this when I was still working at Canva. The advantage that we have is that far more likely to actually have snow. I'm global sure. fat bike yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Then, yeah, no, absolutely. You are yeah, down here, yeah, we're, we're, you have more likelihood of getting hit by a snow plow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's actually a very good point. Um, yeah. You know, I was thinking about doing well, George's thing. I was thinking about doing our own thing here, and that's also Santa Rampage Day here, so it's like, eh, I don't right. know if I want to kind of be sort of a sort of a. a, a redheaded stepchild of, of Santa Rampage. That oh wait, can we say that anymore? You know, Red well you know what you could <laughs> I have you want to stick around for Rampage and I totally understand that. You know what you could do if you wanted to support the bike fed is you could do like a global fat bike side party for for the uh Santa Cycle Rampage and sort of ask everybody that does your 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 um, global Fat Bike Day to pay for the 20 bucks or whatever it is to do the Santa Cycle Rampage. But right. you guys have, and you guys take part in it, but then you do your own, then head down to the beach or whatever you want to do and do your own, you know, just yeah. do, it's only an eight yeah, mile freaking ride. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm not positive what we're going to do because I, I don't know what Gomez has planned. He, we haven't talked in a few weeks, so I got to mm-hmm. kind of catch up with if he has anything going on. Um, which, in which well, case, speaking of I would probably come up by you. I, that'd be I great. Think be um, the other thing, though, um, Western shit. Yeah, the other thing that's going on up here, though, and that's later, of course, um, but people put it on their calendars, is the Fat Bike World Championship. It's already in the it's already in the show notes. So if people want to learn more about it, I got the link in there. But uh, yeah. yeah, do do a do a quick uh, down and dirty on it because we got some time before then. Right, yeah. So, well, you guys, you should let me know if you want to head up this way and, and be guaranteed some snow on Global Fat Bike Day. Uh, let's let's make, put a plan together. All right. Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, I think we. I think. Well, let me look. Let me look back at my notes. I actually made notes for the show because I didn't want to have 
nothing yeah, to talk about. Even even though Dave, for lack of even though Dave always, always has good stuff to talk about. Uh, here's here's my favorite one. So I put this on the notes, and it's it's the psychology of the peanut butter jar. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that meant, but I just thought of it. So, okay, okay, okay. So normally, oh, I have something. In, I, wait, 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 wait. Let me. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. You're not gonna be done when you're done. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now start. Okay. Okay. Now start. So peanut butter has been hard to come by in our neighborhood for some reason. So uh, Wendy picked up this very small jar, like 16 ounce. It's very tiny. And because normally we get the huge jars at, you know, Costco or something, because I eat a lot of peanut butter. It's one of my favorite things. And I thought, by gosh, this this jar isn't going to last three days with me. I'm going to eat a lot of it. And like three weeks later, I'm still getting peanut butter out of it. Well, I found out that people in my house are taking it out of the big one and putting it in a little one because the big <laughs> ones are so tall. They're so tall that when you put a knife in them, you basically got no handle to hold on to because it's full of peanut butter. So they just get like a spoon and keep filling this jar up. And I'm like, this is really freaking me out, man. But I do see the brilliance of it right now. Welcome because to Costco. I love you. Welcome to Costco. I love you. So I'm <laughs> My brother-in-law had the, the best story of a guy with a VW Bug who kept bragging about how it got such great fuel efficiency, and he kept filling the tank on the guy. <laughs> Classic. See? I had no idea. I, I mean, it, there, there had to have been an explanation, but it, first, you know, for a little bit, it didn't really affect me. And I'm a guy that likes to take saltines and kind of scrape it out of inside the jar. So once it's below, you know, like a saltine depth, that's wasted peanut butter to me because yeah. that's the this bottom three quarters. Too. Here's where the brilliant Michael. Occasional Mike. Occasional Mike is, is sliding through the door. So you take two tablespoons of soy sauce, a tablespoon of sesame oil. Oh, I like where this is going. And uh, let's see, da, 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 a little garlic, uh, either powder or fresh, doesn't matter. Heat it up a little bit. Drop it in there? No, heat it up, drop it in there, swoosh, 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 swoosh. Put in cooked noodles, swoosh, 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 swoosh. Put it in the fridge, let it hang out for a day. And that's how you deal with a 16 ounce thing. Jar of peanut butter? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I actually have. Oh, and that's actually after the peanut butter is out of it? No, you're overusing like what's stuck to the wall. Yes, I got it. That makes a lot of sense. This is genius. Thank you. Brilliance. Yeah. Occasional Michael strikes again. Well, I mean, (laughs) it was worth the extra 10 minutes today to (laughs) get get that recipe. Yeah, (laughs) All right, Dave, any uh, any part? Well, let me see if I missed anything because I did have some stuff on here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is something that I was kind of curious about is, um, I don't know if you've seen it, and I'll have a link in the show notes. There is actually a rustic road map of Wisconsin's rustic roads, of which, honestly, there aren't that many in your area, but over in something called Florence County or something, there's a ton of them. There's actually a bunch Uh of them down here near Milwaukee, but I have the link in the show notes, and it has all 753 miles of the rustic roads there in Wisconsin and if you don't drive all of them at least once in your lifetime I think you're missing out on a lot of awesome scenery driving beautifulness etc don't be yep I'm familiar with that the maps and the whole program that was that and you're right 
good good road turn down line. you're better yeah. about turning down a road that has a rustic road sign than you are one that says pleasant view because typically <laughs> anything labeled pleasant view is done shitty so ironically. Is shitty view. hills. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Crappy road here. No. Yeah. So, all right, Dave. Hey, thanks for uh, hey checking in. Uh, you had a lot of good stuff going on today, and uh, we'll talk to you hopefully monthly, basically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. All right, guys. All right. Bye, Adios. Dave. Adios. Bye. Dave Oshlobowski. Oh, Sealy Dave. Dave, up there in Sealy, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, oddly the enough, the beauties of the internet. I'm going, oh, and you are right. Well, there was a lot of good information in there, folks. Uh, Fred, I mean, Dave's a fantastic photographer, so all of that stuff is good. And the event stuff. I mean, I'm kind of trying to steer him in a direction. I uh, he's, he wants to be. He wants to do exactly, I think, what we want to do, which is. Thought what it, what he said in that whole conversation somewhere party in the front race yeah, in the back yeah, yeah. which is you know a single speed USA thing it, there's a bunch of other stuff like that but that's not like we don't need more of that kind of stuff you can't gear down people's zest for bicycling uh, in some ways I was surprised that was one thing with the tweed ride there was no like path like uh, yeah, there were two there were two that kind of just were like looked like they were like oh so what's the next stop kind of thing you know huh. like, hopefully uh, they went away before they got to my buddy buddy daddy bubs exactly. all right everybody thank, thanks more. thanks for cranking a for what uh, is the crack, crack is a again to our show this week I think we're going to be here next week too. Won't you take me if the gods will allow it. From the mucky muck now. And what a beautiful serenade on the way out of the show.